0: Well, good morning. This is Dr. Steve Harris, and this is our second episode of Coffee with Shrinks. I'm here with Dr. John Barrett. Good morning, John.
1: Hey, Steve. Good morning.
0: Hey. Hey. Yeah, it's a, a chilly morning here, uh, Friday the 22nd. And uh, in, I'm in one of our Newport Beach uh, podcast stations are yeah yeah
1: right right we're having a real winter this year in california southern california yeah
0: that's right um and this time uh you know i i've got one of my props for the show i actually have coffee for our pop- oh, okay
1: and you know i do too yeah
0: <laughs> All right. well there we go so good it's
1: it is coffee with shrinks literally kind of,
0: yeah literally it's it's more legit i guess maybe yeah <laughs> Great, so, so um you know last time we talked about your inspiration for um the group, and I think you had a follow up question or for for doing the podcast that kind of came out of our group, and I think you had a follow up question for me right, yeah,
1: I wanted to ask what what are some of your thoughts about uh w- when you started the group what what inspired you to actually even start the group
0: yeah, um, I think that uh, there had been a long period of of getting into some very meaningful and important, but very difficult work with some um, cases that I had been working with that had um, led to my um, getting further training at the Newport Psychoanalytic Institute, um, further um, supervision and further uh, deep perspectives. And, but through that process, through talking with fellow, um, candidates as they're called and, um, and having, um, supervision supervisors and, uh, deeper work in, in some of my own, um, uh, work, uh, I really came to hunger a lot more interaction, a lot more, um, of a, a place to talk about the work. I think, uh, as you probably know, we get into some really, um, challenging places with patients who come in who, um, they have their stated reason for coming. And then sometimes there's more there that we're grappling with to try to figure out what's going on. Right. Yeah. And, and I think, um, For me, I wanted to find a a safe environment, to use your word last time, to do that with people that I felt um, I had a sense that uh, we could get together and um, talk about cases. And uh, I think what's been so valuable is like you get involved in with uh, work with someone and by being in the trenches, so to speak, it's a very important place to be, but it's hard to keep perspective and, um, getting other people's input and perspective on what they're hearing you talk about, uh, broadens that perspective and, um, and, uh, does, uh, uh, all kinds of things, things for the work that, um, help, help, uh, help the work along. And, um, I had just met you not too much before that group formed, but, uh, for some reason, yeah, yeah. I just, I just sensed you're a pretty nice guy. You felt pretty safe. <laughs>
2: you,
0: you had some pretty good training, and uh, I was willing to risk it. <laughs> yeah,
1: the, and I'm glad you did. It's it's great. I I I had been looking at least subconsciously for a, a good group for some time. Oh, I didn't I'd, know that. I'd I'd I'd, I'd kind of given up on it though. I'd um, I'd had some good group experiences Uh and um but they didn't either they didn't stick together or they ended up being too um educational which was Uh good which was good but and and we didn't meet frequently enough so it it didn't fully meet my need yeah um so i was uh you know, it it it's just turned out to be great. In fact, I was thinking, it it almost seems like it's one of the few things in my life that's ever just fallen into my lap. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, that's it. I, I have a certain bitterness that I I always have to go out and get things. And
0: <laughs> so this was different than that. Yeah, yeah, and it it worked out well. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, and we have met regularly, almost weekly for, I forgot, we figured out how many years. Yeah, I
1: I I think it's upwards of about eight years, and it could be more,
0: give or take a year or two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We started off with you and myself and uh, Tim Colvin, who's now in Northern California, and uh, Dr. Nancy Carter, who became a psychoanalyst during the process. Yes, Uh uh-huh. and she's up in Tustin now and uh let's see, and Dr. Um Leslie yeah, MacArthur, uh-huh. a psychiatrist. Psychiatrist, yes. yeah. I, I had met her at a NPI, uh, it was a Union uh thing and uh she's not Union, but um, oh,
1: that, yeah, okay. Yeah, so Right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah and now, so. now, now there's four of us. We have two new members.
1: Yeah, we're re, uh, kind of re revamping or restarting or mm-hmm. picking up. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, huh? Yeah. It's going going I, well. Right. You know, and I I I don't know um how much you want to get into it but I'll um say just uh 2 days ago in group I brought up a, a case that was just really challenging and you know, I'm not going to talk a lot about the case here on a podcast, but uh, my work with you guys and your perspectives, uh, the, the next session with this person just went so differently. It uh, I don't know if anything magical happened, but um, somehow um, there was just a way that I felt different in my awareness and my um, trying to engage things that uh, maybe that had been in the room when I had been working with this patient, but hadn't been verbalized. And somehow uh, the session just took on a new life and a new direction. And um, there's probably a lot of ways we could analyze that and say why that happened. But uh, it, 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 you know, thanks to the group, it, it really, really helped my work uh, this that's, this week.
1: That's great. Yeah. 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 I, I can relate to the experience. I've had that uh, myself. And it reminds me of, and I know we we're not planning to talk about this all, all the whole time, but uh, uh-huh. it, it's making me think of a, another, I think important uh, concept, and and that I've experienced in the group. One, I think early in my training, I had a professor tell me in in the class that it's important that uh, uh, that you feel held in your supervision. Uh-huh. And it's you know it's a Winnicottian term about uh, you know the, the, there's a certain level sometimes well w- patients need to feel held not literally of course by the therapist but yeah right psychologically and and that's important for for therapists as well to and and I, I experience that and it helps me keep my feet on the ground yeah
0: yeah right and um, right it's a kind of if somehow you think of an image of a psychologist being this person who gets in there and just helps people to just like health. We're so healthy and we do all these great, <laughs> but <laughs> yes, it's, it's, it's right. kind of a humbling part of being. And <laughs> being yes. A, right. Relationship yeah. that we uh, probably training and a lot of uh, smarts maybe, but when it comes to getting in the trenches, we need all kinds of resources to, uh, help people and and help ourselves be helpful.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It um and well it it reminds me I had a, a, another thought an idea or, or what Yeah. um the uh even from the first podcast we did and and in talking about the group uh a little bit more today that it uh brings up for me an idea that I took from uh a therapist named paul Wachtel, who's uh yeah he's a uh, he's an analyst in New york and i think he's uh he's done work with uh the integration of psychoanalysis and behaviorism
0: yeah that's quite what an interesting intersection
1: yeah yeah i i find him kind of interest well quite interesting and what i've i've taken um uh, a couple of his ideas and, and woven them together in my mind. I don't know if he actually discusses these together or not, but mm-hmm. I think they 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 reflect the the spirit of our group, and I think what we you know what we're trying to capture here. Oh, interesting! And yeah, and and so one of them, one of the ideas is he 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 quotes from the philosopher. Uh, Paul Ricoeur, I think, is okay. how you say his name. Yeah, he's he's a- he's got no. a book. Yeah, you, have you heard of him?
0: Yeah, yeah, I hear his name thrown around a lot these days. Uh, oh, great. Okay,
1: I've not read his work, but he's got a book called Freud and Philosophy. Mm. And and in in there, he refers to Freud, uh, Karl Marx, and Friedrich Nietzsche as I believe he calls them the, the authors of suspicion, <laughs> or the, the, the creators of the school of suspicion. <laughs> and, uh, these are the guys that have kind of ushered in the ideas of, you know, we get down and, and really understand what's really going on here with. Uh-huh. And, and, uh, and, and it's not always bad, mm-hmm. but, uh, but when we, when we, I guess if we take it too far, or, or we get too wrapped up in it, it it does it, it does create a certain defensiveness. Tell he and and record or don't don't mean to say that, that the school of suspicion is a bad thing. Right. We, we need to we need to get to the bottom of things. Question things. Yeah, but sometimes in our questioning. It, it creates guardedness and defensiveness in people. So mm-hmm. it, it backfires. And right. he, he suggests throwing out or, or modifying the terms like, oh, what's really going on here mm-hmm. is, is maybe saying what's also going on. And so as we analyze ourselves as you know, people who do podcasts, what mm-hmm what what's we're we're doing it cuz like we said maybe we have some exhibitionistic desires right but we all also have desires to help and right uh, serve the community and, and then there's more to it than just uh one you know pejorative interpretation if you will
0: well right um and what i'm thinking of of course is just uh if the um Questions feel uh, loaded or or aimed at pejorative or uh, you know. There's a way people feel cornered, and uh, you know, you and I have been in situations where people feel cornered, uh, uh, or or in psychoanalytic uh, big conferences where there's like, yeah, almost a battle of egos or something. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I don't know what Wachtel says about this. Maybe you could say about this, but I think that um, what's really valuable is the ability to question when it comes, it's in the spirit of really wanting to know it. it, It's like, and that, that could mean, the answer could mean many things. Um, And that when um, you know, when we, ask questions, but we kind of already think we know the answer or, or we've arrived probably prematurely at one answer. We've, we've almost ended the conversation or the dialogue or the ability to know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I I think I I agree. So it's a, it's more about a a, a legitimate or an honest spirit of of, uh, Mm -hmm. curiosity. Right. Right. And which is, I think, a loving kind of attitude and perspective. Right.
0: Right. Because, you know, for example, we don't all look at things in a Freudian way. We can benefit from his spirit of inquiry about what's going on, you know, that. Uh, right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, we Instead of having one interpretive lens, we have that approach of of being suspicious about well, what lies behind that behavior because it might it might be helpful to know.
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, be helpful. Yeah, to know the the truth and uh,
0: and uh, mm-hmm.
1: help a patient allow that into their consciousness.
0: Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So an interesting uh idea the, about what was it called a culture of suspicion or
1: yeah yeah i think it's the school of suspicion school or maybe the herm—the hermeneutics of suspicion
0: <sighs> um, right
1: yeah I, I found that to be a real uh interesting topic perspective right. myself i yeah. it made me want to want to read paul record but i haven't gotten around to it yet
2: Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So. And I. um, But environment that does sound like there's a way of thinking about all that, that is a perspective that is good to promote or have an environment where we, you know, sort of both care about the other individual and want to really genuinely learn something about them. But also not just let things go. If we're picking up on something like, (laughs) I I think we do do a time we kind of offer like, you know, I'm feeling (laughs) something different and I don't know what it is, but maybe we can talk about that and (laughs)
2: follow that. Right. Right.
1: (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I I think I, I had that kind of experience uh, this past week. I can't recall exactly what it is, but when you were talking about your case,
0: um yeah you know
1: figure yeah, out something.
0: Yeah. yeah, you had a reaction. I'm I'm also forgetting too, but the reaction was very useful to just start thinking about more what was going on. And and yeah,
1: that's good. Um <clears throat> and you know it's funny, but sometimes I think our reactions they they may not even seem to have anything to do with
2: mm-hmm. what
1: what's what the content is that's being shared, but they somehow
0: are helpful. Right. These are kind of almost weird trade secrets, I think. (laughs) I guess so. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Because, I mean, I think literally you, I I can remember a time sitting with a patient and, you know, uh, we were talking, I don't even remember what we were talking about, but I was like, why am I thinking about a cheeseburger right now? You know? (laughs) Uh, And, you know, it felt like a distraction. It felt like, you know, that, um, you know, I'm really not paying very good attention to what um, they were talking about, but it turned out that I I kind of began to wonder about the cheeseburger, the term we use in a reverie about hunger. And suddenly it it felt like it tied very much into what the patient was talking about is their their, their emotional hunger. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) and uh and it turned out that when i found a way to talk about uh, you know i was wondering if they were feeling really hungry uh, not physically hungry to eat but um uh, emotionally around what we were talking about and you know it it, it really resonated and and pushed things along yeah that's in,
1: that's, in that's just that's great i mean that's <laughs> it's so uh it's it's hard to capture. It's it's amazing really how that works, but I've had Uh that experience as well.
0: And so, yeah. Right. right. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like when I share things like that though, it feels like I'm like, I don't know, the palm reader that, you know, has this.
1: Oh yes. Yes. Intuition and
0: it's kind of hocus pocus or, You know, Charlotte. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But, you know, um, it's just, I guess, you know, after doing this for so many years, though, I think we just start to trust. Not well, trust the unconscious messages or or signals as we try to put them together. Yeah, I think that's really key.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we we have to feel comfortable and safe in our own minds, as, right? As well, as well
0: as in our our group and right, whatnot. So, yeah, that the, right, right. And that if it produces results, like if it does connect with something, then you start to trust it more, and you realize it's not just nonsense, even though it almost seems like it. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes right. When it, Emerges. Uh, it's it's
1: un- unconscious communication, I suppose.
0: Uh huh. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Wow. That's well, interesting. Where your ideas here about that um, school school of suspicion has taken this.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's great. You've 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 connected it, and and it's great because. just a side note, we haven't rehearsed this. <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't.
0: That could be good or bad. I don't know. No, it, I know. You, 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 when you told me that you were going to talk about something with Paul Walktel and everything, it's like, okay, I know the name, but uh, it's like I'm game. We'll just dive in. I, <laughs> I
1: didn't, yeah, I didn't really. yeah. <laughs> that's that's great, and it's uh, it's it's good. What you know, what you're bringing out.
0: Yeah, yeah it's right
1: right in line
0: with that. Huh, fascinating and
1: so i um go oh go yeah, ahead.
0: i think maybe you had another idea
1: yeah i i um i thought uh in i thought we it might be helpful to that might we could flesh this out a little bit with a uh talking about a, 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 i guess it would be talking about a case, although this isn't a, a real case that I, I I thought of. It came to my mind because I, I don't think we want to talk about real cases because mm-hmm. of confidentiality and and just, you know, respect uh, to to people. Right. But this is a situation from my personal life that I think could be humorous and uh entertaining as well as capture some of the ideas Mm -hmm. um and and i thought well we could just see where this goes all right if it's not if it's not any good we can just edit it out (laughs) 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 Uh but it might also it might also actually touch touch on on many other like seeds of other ideas that we might that we want to address in the podcast right right um so it's uh it was a it's been close between 15 and 20 years ago i, I i'd say i i was involved in this uh, uh father-daughter group with my kids it's uh, called the indian princess program from the ymca mm-hmm. and uh it uh is so it, it entailed uh, monthly meetings of doing crafts and occasional uh, charitable outreaches. And, and then, but the heart of the group was uh, these campouts. There were four campouts that we would do uh, every year with the, like we had a tribe and then there was this nation and so we'd go on these campouts, and they were a lot of fun. And it, it, it was kind of interesting because there was a variety of different dads in, in the group. There were really conscientious dads, uh-huh. which I put myself more in that group. And then there were kind of some swashbucklers that uh, <laughs> were were at these campouts to... To play stay up late and play poker uh, so, and drink so, and uh bad news man. and and just part yeah 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 and uh but there was this one particular fellow that was really in the in the conscientious group he was a really solid guy, and his kids were a little older than mine, and uh he had a good relationship with them, and he could he, he was. He was had a lot. Of his, I actually kind of envied him a little bit. His his skill set was really strong on these campouts. Uh, I didn't bring a lot to the table about how to you know camp, and I can't start a fire. Couldn't put up a tent. Um, you know, <laughs> but this guy could sort of do it all. Uh huh. And uh and and so he he was a solid guy and and uh but after a couple years his his kids were older and he was relocating and he was getting ready to move and we we were at the last camp out of the year and we said goodbye and Mm -hmm. i told him hey it was great knowing you and you know you've been a good member and, and and all that and and i went back and i was i was breaking down my tent loading the car and he comes walking over to me and um i i say hey you know what's going on and he says you know i just want to tell you something i had a good childhood and he turned around and walked away huh and I thought, oh okay <laughs> i i I was sort of in shock. I really didn't know what to say I I, I I was speechless and uh i i i evidently i i i guess he thought I'd been analyzing it mm-hmm. all these years and and he wanted to let me know that he'd had a he didn't have a bad
0: shot. uh-huh the, the, and uh psychologist that you're definitely you know from the school of suspicion, like looking to see what went wrong, in yes. childhood,
1: r- 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 right, right, oh, and yeah. I'm just yeah. uh, you know doing that, and uh, he was uh, evidently caught up in that. So yeah,
0: yeah, interesting. Um, wow, so that <laughs> what was that like for you?
1: I, so yeah, well, yeah, for me it was. Uh, I was I was shocked. I was actually kind of disappointed that I I thought we were better friends than that. Oh wow! Yeah, and and so for for me it it uh it it was it was kind of disappointing.
0: But uh, yeah, yeah, sometimes and and, yeah, yeah, sometimes. I'm with uh, friends or people I've met and they find out I'm a psychologist. I I don't try to make a big point of it. But um, when they ask about like, oh, you're probably analyzing all this. I I say quickly say I'm off the clock, you know.
1: (laughs) You know, yeah, (laughs) yeah,
0: I I do that. If if you'd like to pay me Uh some money, I'll start analyzing. But I'm not. uh, (laughs) I I would really (laughs) rather have a social relationship with you.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that that's that's what I do too. And uh, yeah. So anyways, I I thought that might be a That's a great example. a, a live example to we could just throw around. Yeah. And uh you know because uh, we I don't I think we you know he 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 was you know, projecting that I was uh, suspicious of him and, and, and patholo- pathologizing him. And, and the irony is he was a, a pretty solid yeah, guy. Yeah, right?
0: high ex- estimation of him. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, which is sad too. It's like even if one didn't have a great childhood, why would make them less of anything? I mean, <laughs> you know.
1: Right, you know, exactly,
0: exactly. Uh, yeah. And, um, uh, so, yeah, I, I love your example. It's that's something, um, probably it feels like that might be relevant to some listeners. Like, well, what do two shrinks say about life? Oh, okay. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, because I, I think it does speak to how we're, uh, viewed in, in society or in social circles, things
2: that we yeah. have to deal yeah. with, yeah, and I maybe guess.
0: We can- um, differently uh, uh, and not have that be a barrier or something. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah wow. And so.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, yeah, yeah I'm kind of mindful yeah. of the time. Uh, yeah. I have an yeah. appointment coming up soon. Speaking of.
1: <laughs> uh, okay.
0: Yes. Right. You know, right. I have to
1: say well to I talk want, because
0: I, want I had to no idea what was going to happen from it
1: <laughs> yeah right and and uh it didn't I had some ideas, but wasn't sure where it was yeah. gonna go, but i wanted to I think it'd be good to say, and I think this is a good segue that then for our next our next uh-huh. podcast uh i think I think you want to talk about that. Yeah, i do I do. And, and, and I think we've set the table for that.
0: Oh, good, good. Good. Well, thanks for thinking of that. And, um, yeah, it's, it's an intimidating topic, I suppose, but maybe we can bring it down to earth and, um, you know, with the idea, I think probably we all have anxieties about being either normal or crazy or something like that.
1: (laughs) Right, right. And, 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 even throw in my example here because,
2: oh, yeah, you yeah, know,
1: I think that was a little bit of madness in that fella.
0: I and, know, uh, I but know. he's That's not great, anything like that, you know. Yeah. So, uh, no, yeah, so yeah. interesting, yeah, wow, very good. So, All right, well, okay, okay. Uh, I guess we're signing well, off for now, then. <laughs> All
1: right, yes, okay. And, uh, we'll, (laughs) sounds good.
0: Okay. Bye. Bye.